Today is September 22nd. The Yankees have won a series against the Toronto Blue Jays. There are only five, one, two, three, four, five games left in the season. Whoo, they've clinched home field advantage in the ALDS. We're going to talk about pitching lineups. We're going to talk about Seve returning. We're going to talk about Stanton returning. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff. There's so much good stuff to talk about. Let's talk Yanks. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Talking Yanks. Thank you for hanging out with us. Click and play, hearing what we have to say on this series and just kind of the overall situation. There's a lot of overarching themes that aren't just about this series, but about the future. We're excited to get into those. My name's John Boy. I'm coming to you from New Jersey, and I have my co-host Jake wearing a backwards hat and a Central Connecticut State University t-shirt. How you doing, Jake? I'm good, Jim. Uh, you did mention CCSU, the the Blue Devils. I don't know if you saw this. The football team lost on a block punt at the end of the game. Those motherfuckers. Thought, thought about doing a breakdown, but <laughs> too much going on. Um, Jim, I'm doing great, man, uh, despite Central's loss in that football game. That yeah, you've overcome that. <laughs> that we're still reeling from. Jim, it's insane. It's insane. I feel like... You and I have tried to bottle these emotions for a long time, and now it's out. Sneaks like up cap, on you. The cap is off. It's it's just all in. It's all heart. I'm, I I I have no reservations about Stanton. I have no reservations about Severino. It's insane, and I've decided I'm going with it. I've I've got nothing to lose at this point. I'm not going to give any. Well, you know, if we limit if Sevy's next start, if he only throws, nope, don't care. <laughs> Sevy's here, Stanton's here. I'm I'm in a great I'm in a place I haven't been mentally with the Yankees since like the start of this year, man. You're you're hyped up. I'm hyped. You had that sip of Gatorade pre-show. We should let the I had audience a sip know. Sip of Gatorade pre-show. I've got a date night coming. I, you know, might throw on my Roosevelt's and pop a blue chew. You know, it's hey, I Sundays. <laughs> This episode of Talking Yanks is brought to you by Jonathan Liskov. He's been a repeat customer. Jesse Adams, girl or boy? Jesse Jesse Adams. Adams. Man, that's tough. I'm going boy. You think so? Man or boy? Seven-year-old? Ooh. Um, Jesse Adams is 23. I have, like, do males named Jesse spell it J-E-S-S-I-E? Is the same? I don't know. I just saw it's IE, and I'm thinking about taking it back because Jesse Adams sounded like a coin flip, anyways. I I think I'm going. I am now 20 year old girl Jesse Adams. Okay. If it was Adam Jesse's, would you say boy or girl? I'd say Adam boy for Jesse. sure because Adam's not that yeah. unisex. No, Adam and Eve, that whole thing. All right, Scott Titmus. Yeah, that. Scott Sobka. Senior. Sopka. Pass the Sopka. 
and Will. Thanks, Will. Those are our most recent Patreon sponsors. We appreciate you. Thank you for helping out. It's $2 a month. You get a chance to win a jersey and two jerseys each month. And you get to watch live. You get to chat with us. We got Mark, Jeff, Spike, Nick, Dan, Malcolm, Manicle. Shit, we got a whole crew in here today. What's up, guys? It's a big day, Jim. It's a big day. Flying high. Everyone's so excited we clinched ALDS home field advantage. Through Can the you roof. believe it? Can you believe it? <laughs> All these injuries. <laughs> uh, we have to talk about the games. We got to burn the games. We do. Can I ask to- you one question? Yeah. How are you? I'm good. I'm all right. Um, I don't know. I'm good, man. Like, Sevy's really good. I'm happy. Just yeah. had a bang. Energy bang. drink. I need to get my... need to get this up. I'm uh, I mean, if you want to be real... Right. The four-game break before the postseason... Yeah. ...might be fabulous. Like, I, we're going to go to Maine for a week, you and I, because we're going yeah. to a wedding for a week, for four days, basically a week. Uh, yeah. And then, and then after that... There's the we get to watch the two wild card games as like not nervous spectators, just spectators. Drunk. Jake's gonna be drunk. We've been talking about that on talking baseball for a while. Yeah. Uh and then those those like four days, you know, where there's no I could really use that. I could really use the break. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited and nervous about just the playoffs. Like this is the first time where I've let myself I tweeted out like the pitching matchups i'm just yeah i've allowed myself to dive in a a lot of people allow themselves to dive in much sooner than i do like i keep it pretty reserved like i'm not talking about that yet i'm not talking about that yet and we just kind of like set up this show and we're like fuck dude we can talk about some fun stuff it's there it's there so i'm excited so let's let's do the burns real quick talk about the games because you do have some burns right (laughs) i got burns we'll recap recap that uh the burns are brought to you by roosevelt's still going strong still bringing you the burns r-s-v-l-t-s most comfortable shirt they had a big shout out on uh game two yeah they showed michael k wearing the shirt they showed judge and matt holiday wearing the shirt there's a guy in the crowd wearing the shirt michael k shouted them out like those are made by a company called the roosevelt's so good for them then they emailed me and they're like hey can you clip that that from yes network for me We'll send you a free shirt. And I was like, well, I'll do it because I have it. I'll do it because I have it. We're about building relationships, but. So throw Poppy I, I, a little chatter, huh? <laughs> yeah. Does that shirt turn into money? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> thank you to the Roosevelt's for sponsoring the Burns. And they're giving everyone a little discount, 20% off your next order when you visit rsvlts.com slash johnboy and you type in the code johnboy at checkout, you get 20% off. Go get some fun shirts. They got a bunch of baseball ones. Jake, let's go into the burns here. Let's on your mark. It. Game one, on your mark. Get set. Burn, Jakey, burn. Game one, the Happer, J-Hap versus Jacob. The bitch is back, Wagus Pack, as the Bluebirds come in for three in the Big Apple. Vladito kicks it off with an RBI infield single in the fourth, but Judge says, welcome to Mikasa. 427 feet later, 
We are tied at ones. Super nerd Danny Jansen hits a solo shot for the Jays. But Tyler Wade says, welcome to Mikasa. Two-run shot. Yanks on top, 3-2. to two. Hap was solid, 5.1, two earned runs. He gives it to the bullpen. They hold, oh, no. Canely gets smoked by Justin. Yanks say, we're bored. Have this one, baby Jays. 4-3 final. 4-3 final. Yanks lose. Game one. Uh, Canely kind of messed it up, right? Yeah, Canely got Canely got smoked, literally and figuratively. It was the hangover game. Pretty good right. for a hangover game. Yeah. Pretty good for a hangover game. It's kind of Wade's Wade hit that home run and, like, pimped it. Yeah. And I think I said this to you on the pregame show, but uh, Hap was losing 2-1. to one. I was like, yeah. ah, it's not the greatest Hap start, blah, blah, blah. Then all of a sudden... Wade hits the home run. Hap's pitching in the sixth inning with a three-two lead. I'm like, damn, not that bad. Now they didn't let him. They didn't let him finish the sixth. They brought out Avito in, and I, I don't really care either way. Hap ends up five point one innings pitched, two earned runs. He's gonna come out of the bullpen in this Tampa series and try out a new role. But it's like Hap's. What's his stretch? Do you have his game log? It's not that bad. Hap's having a really good September. Um, he uh, and yeah, I mean, his the final line for this one is five point one two earned runs, and one of those came on an infield single. The other came to Jansen, who's not a really good hitter, but he he absolutely launched it. Uh, so I mean, Happer would like to have that one back, but otherwise, uh, I mean, Hap's having a really good September. Um, and I I wouldn't say like we we don't. <laughs> I've got to be careful with my words here. I'm not saying we trust Hap, but we don't distrust Hap, right? Mm, um, I don't trust Hap. Like I don't like. I'm not like saying like I'm not banking on Hap helping us, right? If Hap has to come in in a bind, I can lie to myself that I have enough faith in him to come through. Where if he does come through, I'm be like, fucking yeah, we come on, we knew you had it in your hap, but if he doesn't come through, I'm gonna be like, fucking could have seen that coming. Yeah, so I'm right on the fence. Hap in that situation, yeah, and it's it's kind of a weird. Is hap like the only? Well, we'll see what lefty reliever CC looks like. We'll talk about that. But like right now, J Hap is our only like middle pitcher. It's like, oh, yeah, we believe in Tank. We believe in Paxton. We believe in Seve. Oh, the four horsemen and the goose coming out of the pen. I'm all about those guys. <laughs> four, um, horsemen, four horsemen and the goose cracks. Does calling everyone... Chad Green the goose is so funny in my head. <laughs> Does everyone know um, where that stems from? Did that start here? Did that start on a pregame show? Sometimes there's different audiences. I think it started here. I don't know. Um, tough to say. If you it, was, know, uh, fo- it was uh, what was it Chad Green when they were like prepping him. To I think go... it was an award. I think it was an award. So I think it was okay. on here. All right. So if anyone doesn't know, they were prepping Chad Green to go like 30 pitches and like pitch three innings at a time. So I said that's like. Goose, Gotch, Goose Gossage's version of a reliever. Real men pitch more than one inning. So I said, Chad Green's the goose. But the, the, goose. Four, the four horsemen and the goose is just a fucking funny in, image in my head. That's, uh, yeah, I can't, I can't shake it. But it's four horsemen and the goose, the three starters I mentioned. 
And then after that, like the only tweeners are like Hap, whatever CC might be now, and kind of Sessa. And then everyone else is like full distrust. <laughs> like I'm oh, I, not part of it. I, I mean, and I mean, there's two of those guys might find their way on the postseason roster. We'll talk about that later. But um, yeah, I don't know. Hap, uh, he hasn't saved his season by any means, but it's like a golf clap September. Like, all right. Okay. Not bad. You didn't fucking blow it. Yeah. All right, uh, so that's game one. Let's move on to game two. On your mark. Get set. Burn. Hey, buddy, how about a little maple syrup on your zucchini as TJ Zucchini faces off with James Paxton in the boogie down. Jays strike first with a run in the third, but the Yanks would score the next six. G-Unit. RBI double. Good to see the big man swinging it. Mike is four tough with his RBI single. And then Jim. Giancarlo. Let the rhythm take you over, Giancarlo. Solo shot. He's back. Clint gets Higgy with it as they each get a pair of RBIs. Jim Paxton did it again. Ten in a row. Six innings pitch. Zero earned runs. Pax to lasagna to swag green the goose yanks win 7-2 final Ooh, the goose um hey jake yeah paxton's good uh we'll probably talk about a lot of what happened in awards coming up lasagna sure. does he have a chance to oust sessa or are they both on the roster Jim, it gets really tricky. Like, I, I don't think we can have this as a casual conversation because this turns into a deep dive on Tarpley. It turns into a deep dive on lasagna. Well, let's it save it for after. Let's, let's save it for, yeah. for Wednesday's episode or whatever because this Tampa Bay series coming up is two opener days. And, like, yeah. uh, Brian Hoke said it's audition season. And we do think there's, like, one spot open, right? Or two, like, even with CC and Hap on there. 12 pitchers. So we have Tanaka, Paxton, Savvy. That's three. Then the four horsemen. That's fucking, I'm so dumb. Eight. Oh, no. Then the goose is nine. So there's Half is ten. Hap's ten. CC is 11. So there's one other spot. That's either going to Sessa, Lasagna, Tarpley, Monty, maybe, probably not. So we will have to iron out who gets that last spot. But the way the Yankees um, have, have talked about it, it, it's very clear that Happ and CeCe are both going to be on there. Yeah, and I mean, there's, I mean, there's even a discussion out there that for a five-game set, does Mike Ford deserve the spot? Um, so that's, uh, yeah, I mean, if we want to hash that out later here or if we want to save it for after Tampa. No, we'll save it for whatever. after audition season. I think they're going to go 12 pitchers in the DS and 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 – Mike, yeah, I think they're going to go 12 pitchers in the DS. That's it's, what they've done the last, in, it's, last It's an years. interesting convo. That's all yeah. I'll say. All right, so game two, they win it. It's a nice game. Boone got ejected. Yeah, early. First from inning yesterday's ejection. game, basically. From, from the game from before, Joe West. Yeah. Dude, you know what I was going to tweet out, but it's like really mean? That Joe West is fat. And Eric, some something... So bizarre just happened in the Giants game that I, I'm sorry, I lost train of thought. It's fine. I was actually, I forgot to say this earlier. I was excited for you to be watching the Giants game because I knew I'd get a couple reactions because I, I don't get it out here. Right now I've got Houston versus the Chargers on. 
So, A, okay. So let me, this is terrible. Sorry for everyone that doesn't care. Winston throws it. It's clearly, I think, an incomplete pass, but the Giants act as if it's a fumble. So the, the defenseman on the Giants picks it up, right? Like that's clearly an incomplete pass. He sure. picks it up as if it's a fundal, fumble and starts booking it. Number 17 just starts yeah. booking it as if he's going to get a touchdown. And then I think he pulled his hamstring after running like 60 yards and now he's coming out of the game. So, like, he hurt himself for no reason. Such a bizarre play. It's like That's no tough. one was chasing him because it was clearly an in- incomplete pass. And then he gets hurt. Dumb. Sorry that I, well, sorry that ha- I lost I have him. to check with Bobby Skinner on Talking Giants. But I think that, that maybe that guy was on the end of the roster. And he's like, hey, if I get hurt, um, like, I still get paid for the rest of this year. So know. he's like, I'm not going to stretch. And I'm just going to gun it when I get the shot. <laughs> Check out Talking Giants so I hear more yeah. about that. What I was saying is something, it's a very serious topic that I got cut off from. This umpire crew, so it's yeah. uh, the young dude behind the plate, skinny Eric young Cooper, dude. right? Yeah, but the skinny young dude that was behind the plate for this game too, he's got to travel for the whole season with Joe West and Eric Cooper who are just yeah. such gross fat slobs. Yeah. That I was thinking like, Dude, like walking into like the hotel with those guys and like saying goodbye at night, like that sucks. Like I don't want to be associated with those two. You uh, you establish it before the season, like yeah, kind of. I do my own thing. That's just kind of who I am. Yeah, like yeah. you're you hang out at work. You're not getting dinner afterwards. There's Joe West and Eric Cooper like want to invite the young ump like to their cigar and poker game nights, and yeah. he's like, no, no, no I kind of like, you know, I just nah, no, yeah, like, I call my wife every night, so. Anyway. You pull out something weird. You're like, yeah, I'm, uh, uh, you know, I look like a pretty regular guy, but I, you know, I do some, God, I, I go to death metal shows everywhere I go. That's my <laughs> thing. So, yeah. So that sucks being paired up. So with- if you like death metal, that's fine. I, I was, I was going to a weirder place, but I actually reeled it in. So, all right. Well, anyway, those ums are fat and gross. Bottom line. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's what we're saying now. Okay. Yeah. Let's move on to game three. Today's game. Today's game just happened. Uh, Just happened, Jake. On your mark, get set, burn. Trent Thornton hears a who for the last time this year verse. Have you ever seen a Sevy with the butterfly doze? Hey, Sevy with the butterfly doze. Oh, stunting is a habit as Luis makes his second start of the 2019 season. Bottom one, I fought the law and the law won. Big Aaron Judge with a bomb to left center, tying Brett Gardner for their season to- record scratch. Guardy goes yardy, three-run Yabo. It's a route early, 4 nothing. Yanks after one. <laughs> DJ 26 with another one. He hits a two-run job. We're having fun. And speaking of, if it was Texas Hold'em, the Yanks just got their ace on the river. Seve season, five innings pitch, zero earned run, nine Ks. He is that dude. Yanks and Jays both played a couple late. Don't care. Seve to Tarpley to Lions to Cortez Jr., the Hialeah kid. Yanks win 8-3, win the series 2-1, go 20-0-3 in their last home series 23 of them be excited let's go yanks be excited 
Get excited. Be excited. Be excited. Get excited. Stay excited. Live excited. But also, you're allowed to be super nervous because with the postseason comes a lot of jitters, a lot of anxiety. That's what makes the good good is how uh, scary the neutral is. Ooh, it's terrifying. Dude, I'm like, you know how pent up I get? Like, the wild card is so much worse. But when Judge hit that home run in the wild card game one last year, I think I've never had a bigger, like, release in my life. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm starting to get, like, a little pent up. But it's it's good that we have the buffer. I'm excited. It's, it's funny that you said it because a lot of Talking Yanks fans probably weren't phased by it. But on Talking Baseball, I've been saying that I'm going to get crazy drunk for the wild card games because I've been nervous as all hell the past couple years, and I haven't been able to enjoy it at all. Um, but, yeah, the Talking Yanks faithful probably are just like, oh, Jake's, Jake's at it again. What a drunk. Keep looking for something at the bottom of that bottle, loser. Yeah, eat that worm and kill yourself. We already ate one of the four worms. Let's get the rest of them. Four worms. All right. Uh, this game, dude, Savvy was fantastic. I mean, the tarp show struck three out, but gave up two hits. And then uh, Billy McKinney gets a home run off Tyler Lyons, then a home run off Nestor Cortez. <laughs> it's like, congrats, Billy. You're yeah. welcome. Threw your bone there. Redemption game. Redemption. Thy name is Billy. Gardner's home run is awesome. I almost pulled out my phone because he got the 3-1 pitch and Judge homeward, and I was like, he's going to fucking match yeah. Judge as a joke, and then he did. He had a bomb. It's crazy, man. Gardy's awesome. The, uh, <laughs> the Paul O'Neill awards that were going on during this last episode, uh, he, he got the second... Second MVP award from John and Susan. So. Dude, I missed the beginning of the Paul O'Neill Awards because I was trying to piece together, like, they're giving him credit. It says, did he, like, so him texting John J. Filippelli to get his vote, how come he didn't have his vote earlier? I loved it. I loved every second of it. But do, did you hear why he didn't have it? Because it's Paul O'Neill. It's, it's he was doing it, and Michael K. probably turned right before they started doing it, and he's like, hey, did you ask Flip? And Paul was like, oh, my God, I didn't I ask Flip. Because um, I have the same brain as Paul O'Neill. Very different bodies. I love Paul O'Neill. Did you see him, his picture before the game he tweeted out? No. Last home game at the stadium, what a great year or something like that. And it's him with, like, three of the chefs at the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Those are his people. Look I know, at, man. I get it. I get that. That's last home to game. Me. It's been a fun year so far. See you in October. And it's him with, yeah, just like, you know, <laughs> the chefs. <laughs> <laughs> just a big ass smile. Yo, he cracked me up when he said, he's like, this is how you know you're old. His wife texted him saying that that yeah. Josh kid's cute. He's yeah. Like, Damn. Damn. <laughs> 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 that was uh oh, i love audio dude he they yo you know like, buck's you know, gonna everyone be in the gets booth la- what's that did you hear buck is gonna be in the booth with k in texas no i did not that's i think that's what michael k said he's gonna do like color commentary oh man sorry to our friend nick's wedding we're we're watching games that's that was my thought my thought was these are now must watch yeah. for me but we're gonna be in maine but like Yo, I, I legit love listening to Buck Showalter. I, 
and I that's what I wonder because Jim, we we do we we make a lot of jokes on this show. I don't know if people have caught in that yet. Um, the Buck Showalter stuff. There was a joking aspect at the start because he looked like as uncomfortable as a person you could be. When I was with Jimmy, it, which it, Jim, that was this week, by the way. This week has been insane. You're a liar. But we were watching Buck Showalter, and like the most focused I've been on anything in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta listen. Like I, <laughs> it it's must watch. And there's there's a bit of humor. There's so much baseball knowledge. It's incredible, um, but yeah, I so get excited for that. J- Jim Michael K is the consummate professional. We got blown away when we interviewed him at last baseball winter meetings, and we got him to laugh, but he laughed away from the mic, and we're like, "Damn, he's good." Bullshit. Um, Coney gets a gig a lot of them. Sometimes K will make himself laugh if he trips Ken Singleton up with a joke. Paul O'Neill makes Michael K crack up. Yeah. Dude, the coffee to start the game. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. Michael K preparing this emotional CC Sabathia's last day at last regular season game at Yankee Stadium. They've got this incredible tribute. Michael K is painting a landscape with his words. He probably got a couple words of the day in there. And in the middle of it, right next to him, Paul O'Neill knocks over his coffee. <laughs> Just, and they had the camera in the yes booth, and Paulio's looking around, and you see Kester give him a look like Kay like anticipated it. He's like, I knew this. I knew when Paul O'Neill brought a coffee, there was a chance he could spill it everywhere. Um, fantastic, fantastic. Pray for Bobby Skinner because Barkley just came off the field hurt, like limping oh bad. Yeah, don't like that. Don't like that at all. Thank you, dude. Buck's great. Buck tried to make a joke on the post game show today, and like Curry and Bob didn't like Tough. didn't didn't play into it. He was talking about how good Severino looked in this game three, and like all this. He's like he even he even almost threw an Ephus for a strike. You know the, when they called time, yeah. and he was trying to say like that's impressive. You're throwing ninety eight, hitting the spots, so and then you know get the Ephus in there too in the lower pitch. And uh, Bob and Jack just didn't really give him anything. It's like come on, appreciate I think the they, effort. I th- I think they were in school, man. It, like Jack, the that speech I just gave about you and I drinking in what Buck Showalter says. Like Jack Curry does it too. He loves it. All right, that ends the burns and the game recaps. Let's move on to what, which is brought to you by Instinct Dog Training. You want your wow. dog to win an award? Send it to Instinct Dog Training. You want your dog to be pride of the Yankees? Send it to Instinct Dog Training. They're a fully licensed indoor-outdoor training facility in Manhattan and Bergen County. I just came up from Bergen. They offer positive reinforcement, board and train camps, private lessons, and free puppy classes. And if you use the code TALKINGYANKS when booking, you receive 10% off board and train or private lessons. Your dog will go there. They'll come back. They'll get all the awards. You send them your motherfucker, you re- get Pride of the Yankees back. That's how it works. Whoa. Yeah. That's awards. Damn. Yeah. I know how to That's mix like, I know I know how to mix in ads. That's heavy, man. And like no- Noodle just got up and he looks pretty mangy right now. So I I basically while you were reading that ad read, I think it was like kind of the universe being like, You're kind of a bad dog dad. So I'm I'm excited to go to instinct training. So we can both get trained. 
Oh, it's re- they really train the owner. Everyone knows that. Well, I think that's the good thing me and Noodle have going. Like, they'll they'll train me as the owner and Noodle as the dog, and then they'll train Noodle as the owner and me as the dog. So it's kind of win, 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 win. Good stuff. Good stuff. The first award we give out here on Pride of the Yankees is... Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the I gave Yankees. it away. I gave it away after that. I said the first award we give on Pride of the Yankees is Pride yeah. of the Yankees. I, I'm dumb. No, that's okay. It's anyway, okay. anyway, Jake, you get to go first. I guess first. we'll just start the show over. Start over. From the top. <laughs> Today is September is. 22nd. Jake sucks. Welcome. Jake, you get to go first. It's Sunday. It's the Lord's Day. You consider yourself a golden god, which is embarrassing. So you get to yeah. go first. Who is your pride of the Jenkies? Jim, why even dance around it? Um, I even dance around it. Give me Luis Severino or give me death. Um, Ooh, Luis. This is first pride of the season. Jim, you heard how I opened up this show. The people listening have seen my energy. It's a little bit coffee. It's a little bit blue chew. It's a little bit Roosevelt. Jim, he looks great. He looks easy, great. Easy fastballs. That really in the pregame show, and everyone's saying like, and even Boone saying it's not. We're not chasing results right here. We're just needs to be coming out of his hand well the old spring training cliche but he's throwing easy fastballs yeah when he wanted to hit his spot at 96 he hit through hit his spot at 96 when he wanted to blow it by a dude he reached back he threw 98 and the slider was sharp today and the ace word has become such a situation in baseball because everyone has different terms for it he is an ace. He is our ace. Because, Jim, I was I was thinking about it, and they showed Seve's numbers the past two seasons, and I think he was like third in wins. He was like fifth in strikeout, whatever it was. His, his stats were incredible. Um, and it was kind of funny because I was thinking he had that kind of slide last year, and now he's hurt, and now he's back. But there's only so many guys in Major League Baseball that, you can blindly, blindly trust. Basically, it's Justin Verlander. Like, if if Garrett Cole has one bad playoff start, I'd, I mean, I'd, <laughs> you'd like him going into the game, but you could be like, I don't know. He could be hit. Like, Justin Verlander's the only, the only guy in baseball that I'm like, holy shit, we, we, are, we are in it for seven innings. If we get two, we should be happy with that. Luis Severino is up there pretty much anyone else in the league. And we tempered our expectations because he was hurt, and who knows when he was coming back. And, Jim, I think the other thing that needs to be mentioned with this, because I had someone, and I tweeted out like, oh, still bummer we didn't get Mike Leak at the trade deadline and said we have to use this Seve guy. A, we were a Seve setback away from not having him at all. <laughs> so um, I'm, I'm not going to give Cash God too, too much love on that. Um, it's nice having him back, but think about how sad we were about Dylan Batances, who they were on the same throwing cycle, the th- same schedule. Dylan come back, he looked okay. He struck out two guys, <laughs> tore his Achilles. He's gone. It's it's done. That we got point two innings out of Dylan Batances this year after a full year of rehab. 
Luis Severino went through the same shit. And here he is. He's dealing. He looks incredible. The, that tight, low-and-in slider to lefties. Uh, he's working in the changeup more today. He's a special He's a special player. We haven't been able to open up our brains to him yet. And now it's time. Uh, I'm ready. I mean, I've seen enough. And it's so silly because it was the Angels and then the Blue Jays. So Don't like, care. You know, yeah, the, the fastball looked good, man. It looked Don't really care. good. It looked easy. Didn't labor at all. I don't know. I'm uh, I'm very excited. It changes. It changes things so drastically to have Tanaka, Paxton, and Severino. It's crazy. All right. Well, my pride of the Yankees is basically the same boat as Giancarlo Stanton. Yeah. yeah. Three RBIs, sack fly in game three. Um, game two, the. Big home run and the double. And he got rung up on some really close calls, really tough pitches in his first at-bat. And then he comes back and smacks the RBI double. Then in his next at-bat, fucking bomb home run. I'm like ready for it. I'm like, all right, stands good. I mean, and and the thing was, if Talkman was still around and going crazy, then people would be like, whoa, blah, blah, blah. But... Yeah, it's it's Stanton or Cameron Mabin, guys. It's it's and it's Stan, funny when you need something. And Stanton looks good, and it's Giancarlo Stan. So I'm ready to fully roll the dice with him, playing a lot of left field. I'm very excited. Um, and you know what? Judge deserved pride of the Yankees, but yeah, I'm more excited about because I I done been excited about Judge. I knew it. Yeah, but now Stanton to the mix. It's just nuts, just eye-opening. That's kind of what it is. Like uh, for me, it's been like, oh shit, this is getting real. Like we're forming, we're forming what we thought we were gonna have forever. Yeah, and this, uh, Jim, it's my second gambling reference of the show, but like we're just all in. (laughs) Like we've got our cards, the chips are in, and now it's like let's let's see this shit and see where it lands. Um, And Jimmy, I had a little freakout moment. Uh, before the pregame show today, because I was digging digging through the stats. You know how I do it. Jimmy, coming into today's game, Giancarlo Stanton had 48, a play, 48 plate appearances this season. Miguel Andujar had 49. <laughs> Remember that period where they brought Andujar back and he was just so awful? It was like, he's still hurt, guys. Clearly still hurt. Higashioka... Had, has 54 plate appearances this year. Tyro has 66. <laughs> Kendrys Morales had 75 plate appearances this year. Coming into today, Stanton had 48. And I was like, oh my God. I had this kind of freak out moment like, this dude hasn't played at all. Like I knew, but I didn't know. And Jim, like you said with Severino, easy fastball for Giancarlo. That's the at-bats look good. Yeah. Like, uh, every at-bat has just looked solid. Um, e- even the outs, uh, even the bad calls on him. He had the, the sack fly today. That w- that was a little bit away from being another homer. He looks good, man. And I uh, there's I, I keep saying it, so I won't do the whole thing. But, man, he, uh, he can change the way he is viewed by Yankee fans so much in the next couple weeks. 
Um, said a crazy text. I agree with you, and that's why I gave him my pride. It's a good pride. There was there was two pride of the Yankees this week. Could have been three, but sorry, Judge. We love you. Motherfucker's kind of tough. You get to go first. It's tough. Here we go. You Yankee motherfucker. Uh, is it cop out season? <clears throat> I'm I I'm not gonna give a real one. There are a couple real candidates, but this is as high as I've been riding all season. Um, I won't full cop out. I'll give it to hungover Tommy Canley. Um, kind of messed up the guy you know is going to lead the party celebrations. You can't have him pitching the next day. Um, <laughs> you know, like, like Tommy Canley is the guy, the night they stayed in there where they thought Tampa could win and clinch, like Booney mentioned that Canley was already going nuts and scratching and getting ready to go. During the actual celebration, um, Tommy's doing the belly slides. Everyone's talking about that. There's Lindsay Adler had an amazing picture of him chugging a champagne bottle. It, I mean, you can't throw Tommy Canley on Hangover Day. Uh, so maybe that maybe that's on the the analytics team. Uh, they didn't measure that. Uh, Canley gets it. Whatever. Wow, brutal, brutal, brutal. I'm giving it to Didi. Ooh, okay. Uh, I haven't been, like, worried. I still think Didi's a shortstop. He's going to start and stuff. I think he went 0 for 9 this series. There's a couple swings that I said this on the pregame show. 0 for 6, so I'm going to play two games. couple swings at high fastballs that you can picture in your head the times he connects with that, and it's like, damn, yeah. that's when he looks really good. And he just looked like he had a slow bat. And I just like for these next five games to Didi – to get a couple hits, like nice hits. Yeah. Otherwise, it might get loud if, like, you know, but Gio's slumping too. So, yeah. That makes it easier. Gio, Gio would have been my real MF -er if I if I gave one. But uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm taking a couple swings and, and heightening them, but we are just talking about one series. So it's, right. it is all small. But yeah, there's a couple swings there by Didi where I was like, oh, man, like, come on, dude. Usually get those. And it, it spins into the postseason conversation. I mean, if uh, if Gio and Didi come out their first game of the postseason and they they go two for three, <laughs> we're gonna be like, well, they are they're locked in and they're a threat for the rest of the series. Uh, if they don't, I mean, that's how quickly things move in the postseason. Yeah. All right, rip it off like a band aid. Let's move on to regular old awards. Regular old awards. Okay. You're up I'll first. I'll go first. Go first. Don't steal my guy. If you're cool with that, I I don't know. I might be stealing your guy. I don't think I am, but I might be. You don't fucking steal my guy. I might steal your guy. Jimmy, the <sighs> first award, and this is a huge one Damn. in the annals of Yankee history. Annals. You know Reggie, you know Jeter, but do you know Mr. September? You're don't do it, dude. It's actually it's I know who your award is now, and it's not. You're just gonna have to change the name of the award. Jim, Mr. September goes to J Hap. Wow. Okay, cool. 
So you can you can save your award for my twin in a little bit. But Jimmy, Jay Hap this month, and this is going to shock a lot of people because these numbers don't seem right. In the month of September, Jay Hap, 22.1 innings pitched, 14 hits, 22 strikeouts. He has a 1.61 ERA, a 0.985 whip. Four starts in September. We we kind of did this mid episode, but like Jay Hap's gonna be in playoff inning somehow. <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna be a crazy extra inning game. I don't know if it's a game four of a series where he's gonna be a quote unquote bulk guy, or maybe they actually would give him the start. Like that's a very open possibility at this point. Um, but Jim, like like we said, he's salvaging his season a little bit. His ERA's at 501. If we could bring that down just another notch, things start looking a little better. And the other thing, it, it's been a juice ball season. J-Hap is a fly ball guy. The weather's starting to get a little cooler, Jim. There was a couple fly balls that I think in the summer might have been gone uh, in his start this series. Paul O'Neill was all over it. And the fastball is back. I think James Smythe had a had a tweet about it that the fastball has ticked up and it looks better and he has more control over it. Um, so yeah, man. I again, it's it's we don't believe in Hap, but we don't not believe in Hap. And the other reason this is fun, Jim, if you remember in 2018 when when the Happer came over, he had a really good September for us. Um, oh yeah, I had the stats. Really good. I had the stats in front of me. Last September, Jim, Jay Happ was uh, five starts, 29, 29 innings pitched, 28 Ks to a 1.86 ERA. So for the past two Septembers, Jay Happ has been lights out for us. Who, Mr. September. How about it? Reggie. Jeter. Happ. Sham. What about, uh, what about uh, Woodenfield, Mr. May? Mr. May, take it. It's not nice. It wasn't nice. Don't want it. My first award is the like a record player, baby. Ooh. Award. Okay, I've got this. Record players. You put on the record. They go round and round. Tyler Wade goes round and round the bases. And he's my doppelganger. Got it. Next. You spin me right round, baby, right round like a record player, Tyler Wade. And it's not because he goes round and round on the bases. It's because my like and dislike and my, hey, he should be part of this team in the future. And, hey, there's no fucking way he should be part of this team. Round and round. Dude, when he gets on the bases, he's electric. That delayed steal, we talked about this in the pregame show, that delayed steal is the most ruthless thing you can do to a team in baseball. Basically, looking the pitcher and the catcher in the face and saying, you guys are being dumb as shit right now, and I'm going to embarrass you for it. And then you do it. And then if there's, st- anyone, if yeah. there's anyone that actually cares about like what Jimmy and I played baseball like when, when we played baseball, go listen to today's pregame show, because we had a weird basically two minutes talking about delayed steals and stuff where it, it totally got loserish, but it's, it was honest. Delayed steals are so awesome. You're just being so mean to the other catcher and pitcher. Like I say, oh, you're, you're not going to pay attention to me? Well, you're dumb. Yeah. Then, he, then he scores from second on that single that no one else even goes on, and the slide yeah. was so smooth. 
the two-run home run with the big-ass bat flip on a 2-0 fastball. And his bat flip doesn't even come off like cringy or corny or like bad. It comes off like this is a kid who has so much confidence in himself, and we don't really know why. Um, I don't know, man. As long as he can get on base, he's dangerous. I think there might be a big stolen base or first to home or something. Like The, the chance is going to come. It's going to be pretty wild. And we've seen the riders have been all over it a little bit with Tyler Wade. Tyler Wade went from shortstop to left field today. There's not a lot of guys in baseball that can do that. Uh, Tyler Wade will be a part of the postseason. It's going to be... If if I was making a list that was whose Aprils will depend their career <laughs> the most next season, it's Tyler Wade. Um, if Tyler Wade, if Tyler Wade has a, a good April next year, he's like a, he's a double digit year major leaguer. If he has a bad April, I'm like, he's a quadruple A player. It's insane. And there's not going to be a right answer. I realized it today, but me and Jimmy are going to talk so much about Tyler Wade this off season. Um, and I don't know. He's good looking guy, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's much better looking than you. Well, when you say that, what do you mean? What's at the root of it? You're ugly? Okay. I could see that as a twist, yeah. Okay, cool. Like, I get it. Yeah, it's just like, you know, when you guys were next to each other, it's like, wow, look at this. It's like, whoa, is this an episode of Black Mirror? What's going on? No, it was more like, wow, those guys differ. I'll give another award. Yeah, that's what's your next award, Ugly. My next award is the Butterfly Knife Award. Butterfly Knife? You firing me? Check the gun, Hotshot. <laughs> so good. Very clever. Very clever. What's your butter knife for? If you don't know what that was, there's a great opening scene in Workaholics that just Google Workaholics Butterfly Knife. Jim, as you know, as we do on Sharp Stats, which I don't think we're doing this week because KT Sharp is traveling, um, so that's a little FYI. And by the way, uh, this turned into a promotion real quick. We have a promo code AL East for the rest of the season, 10% off everything in the store, so go check that out. Anyways, Butterfly Knife, it goes to Aaron Judge. Uh, on Sharp Stats, you know that I like to chop up stats a little bit, and I've been called out for this. Yeah. Since the middle of August, Aaron Judge leads all of baseball in home runs. That's If you want to butter knife that, cool. If you want to call that who's had the most home runs in the past four weeks, it's Aaron Judge. And uh, uh, we, we joked about your neighbor Lou on the pregame show because he's still not confident in Judge. Um, Aaron Judge in 98 games has the second highest war on the team, if you're into that kind of thing. If you projected his war throughout the whole season, it comes out to like seven and a half, eight which would have him firmly in the MVP candidate this season uh, with, with Trout going down. Almost just threw up on myself. And we did it on the last voicemail show. Someone asked us how, how good is Aaron Judge, like all of MLB players. It's a loaded question. I mean, you start comparing apples and oranges a little bit. I like apples better. Just 
Gillette, I mean, just, I just, if the question's, just out be, there. If the question's being just asked, out there. I like apples more um, than oranges. He's special when when he is right. Like, when he is at his best, if every player is at their best, it's it's Trout and then, like, Judge is in the conversation for the two-hole when he's at his best. Um, so, I don't know. Love him. He had an incredible series. If we didn't have <laughs> two, a former MVP in our ace return and have good series, he would have been proud of the Yankees. But that's what happened. Uh, Aaron James. Aaron James Judge. B-A-J. Big Aaron Judge. I like that one, Jake. Thanks, Jimmy. Can I just, can I give it my next award just to like, you're so fucking awesome award? Ooh, I just did Judge. Um, and we talked about Paul O'Neill a lot. I guess you can. CC Sabathia, man. Yeah. That tribute, how many players they got to come talk about him and... Talk about him on a as a player and as a teammate, and then just as like a completely separate just person off the field. It's uh, it got me choked up a little bit, especially like you know his family and his son writing those letters and seeing Cece cry. But uh, I was trying to like post it because I have a lot of people that follow me that aren't Yankees fans, and it's just like I just want to share like, dude, this guy. A lot of people think he's like you know. A dick. Like you Rays fans hate CC because always yelling and screaming on the field. But right. like anyone in the know knows he's just a light switch guy. Flips it on when yeah. he's on the field. He's gonna yell. He's gonna scream. It's nothing personal. Off the field, he'd be your biggest supporter. Your talker, like, listen, R two C two. He said he used to text Justice Sheffield out of the blue. How's everything doing? Good. Like and just like brings guys under his wing. Just uh, it's not even. I mean, he didn't pitch. He's gonna relieve, uh, and we'll see how he does. But the tribute today, I think uh, Michael K said it. He was like, you know, there's some tributes and present and ceremonies that kind of, well, you know, they kind of do that. And then there's others that are pretty special. And this one was pretty special. And I wasn't expecting it to be. To be honest, I love CC, yeah. but I thought it was just going to be like nothing. And uh, Nick Tyrell, he, he makes the videos for Yes Network, and uh, yeah, I chat with him quite a bit, just about behind the scenes and. And uh, making those those videos and shit like that, and it was it was a really cool video. Cece's awesome. I do think uh, I do think his presence is going to be missed. Like in in the latest R two C two with pools talking about how you know in spring training, Cece looks around the room and tells every player you're going to pitch this year, whether you think you're starting in Triple A and you know your first you've never even been in Triple A, like you're going to pitch in the big leagues, like you're going to help this club, and like. Who's going to step up and be that guy? So I do think that there's like, you know, in the clubhouse, there is going to be a big hole to fill by someone next year if they even can. Uh, obviously, his season wasn't amazing stats wise. but I think his value to the club is incredible. So hats off to CC. I, I hope he can. Um, I'm not banking on it, but I hope he can have a moment in the postseason. Preferably in Yankee Stadium. And I think I think he will. Um, I mean, maybe I I could totally admit right now I might have blinders on with that because I do get lost with the big fella. But his numbers versus lefties and what I personally think he's going to be asked to do, um, I I think he is going to have a role. And I mean, just 
just imagine Yankee Stadium with CC Sabathia coming out to strike out Jordan Alvarez. I mean, that's uh, if that doesn't put lead in your pencil, get away from me. Uh, Jim, he's he's a special dude. He's he's larger than life in so many ways. Um, you know, athletes athletes live in a bizarre world, man. These guys have millions and millions of dollars. Um, some of their upbringings are can be all over the board. I mean, like Clayton Kershaw grew up in Highland Park, Texas, with Matt Stafford as his friend, and that's one of the wealthiest neighborhoods like across this country. You have athletes that come from poverty. Um, and I, Jim, you know who honestly gets this award? It's Margie Sabathia. <laughs> she, she raised one of the good ones, man. And having her out there catching it today, um, with Amber, like Amber deserves a ton of love too. They were, they're what high school sweethearts, right? Yeah. They met when they were 15. And I, I mean, when you just, every piece of the puzzle is incredible and Dude, never and, mind. And she said in like her little thing, like what she fell in love with was his humility it's like, dude, at 15, CeCe was like the best basketball, football, baseball player in his town. Like, why was he so humble? <laughs> he was he was it's the good, best. good parenting. He was the best, like, across the country, probably. <laughs> dude, <laughs> dude went top 10 in the draft. Um, it's, we're, we were telling stories on the pregame show about us doing delayed steals. CeCe Sabathia was incredible at everything. And um, that that humility and what he passes along to players and being a leader and I mean never mind like his his struggles with alcohol and stuff and with his body started giving out on him Jim not a lot of guys can reinvent themselves at age thirty three. Did you hear um, his quote to Brian Hook about being a reliever? Uh, maybe. What, or which, Lindsay I heard Adler a asked it. Someone asked like so. Being coming in a, a reliever, a new role, you ever think about, you know, maybe coming back for another season and in that role? And he was like, to next to pitch next season? Hell no. <laughs> yeah. And he, like, he can't uh, walk. Yeah, man. And that's uh that's something that people don't appreciate. Picture picture your aunt that got hip surgery one time and she it's all she talks about. These guys get like multiple operations done a year. Uh, their bodies go through such hell. They push it to the extremes. Um, and obviously we all hope it ends with, with him holding the trophy and pictures that'll probably make my eyes well for the rest of my life. Um, it, it, he's incredible. He's an incredible dude. Incredible. Yeah, it's amazing. That's the last award. But I do want to talk about the pitching rotation moving forward. Let's do it. I was going to say, we, we got some time. Let's, uh, let's hash out whatever we want. Five games left, two in Tampa Bay, and they're going opener, opener. Um, and I think Mon- Monty's going to be a bolt guy at one point. I'm just a guess. Hap's going to come out of the pen in one. CeCe's going to come out of the pen in one. Um, I don't know. I'm not that interested in that. Then they set the Texas series. It's Paxton, Tanaka, Severino. Was that it? Are they lining up Paxton for game one? Depends how you look at it. Interesting. Well, because Tanaka, I pitches, think it's, Tanaka pitches the last game of the season, right? I thought Sevy was pitching the last game of the season. Uh, I believe Hoke had it as Tanaka. 
Let me check. Let's get it out. Yeah. Yeah. Tanaka is <laughs> the last game of the season. Yeah. So that. So does that line him up for game one? On regular rest, that lines Tanaka up for game one, but they like Tanaka on extra rest sometimes. So maybe it lines Paxton up for game one. I think you have to go Paxton and Tanaka game one and two. I think okay. that's a must. Interesting. Tanaka's splits are terrible on the road, but there are those two London and then that 12 inning start outliers. I wonder what right. they are without those. Um, me personally, Jake, I throw Tanaka game one. He's, I think right. Paxton's been incredible. I understand. Hap was incredible last September. Incredible last September. And then he got into the playoffs and he got nerves and he was shaking on the mound. And Tanaka doesn't do that, man. He's yeah. been in the postseason. He's pitched in the ALCS elimination games, or I don't know if it's elimination, but backs against the wall, basically. And I think it's just better for Paxton to have Tanaka be that first dude and then, like, take in a game, see what it's all about, understand how to control your nerves. We had Tana- we had Severino in the wild card game in 2017, his first playoff game in the stadium, where he just completely was overcome. Hap, first playoff game, Boston Yankees, was completely overcome. Tanaka never falters in the playoffs. He's been there. He's done that. I'd go Tanaka game one. I go Paxton game two. I go Seve game three. If they do Paxton game one, then Tanaka fucking not upset about it. Completely understand it. Uh, fine with it. Happy with it. Excited about it. But I'd go. I'd go Tanaka game one. Jim, I was with you uh, because it's just like game one Tanaka. That's <laughs> that's how my brain works. But. I guess there is an argument because we're we're assuming the best eyes. We're assuming Tanaka comes out, shoves, Yanks win game one. It's a blowout. We're we're stoked after the game. If the Yanks lost game one and Tanaka pitched, now all the stuff you said about James Paxton in his first playoff game becomes a really important game. That's true. That's you true. have James Paxton making his playoff debut if the Yanks are down 0-1 in a five-game set. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's a little bit of a double-edged sword because, I mean, Paxton's going to have to pitch. He's prepared for this moment his whole life. In the, in the bigger games this year, he's done really well. Yeah. Um, and he has been great of late. I mean, we've won 10 starts in a row. So I, I think you're right where you landed, like, Either way, be okay with it because Tanaka does have a career playoff ERA of 1-5 in 30 innings. Um, and some people have said that's a small sample size. Well, guess what? It's the playoffs. Like, you can't just do that all the time. Um, if he had bad numbers in that same time span, would you say small sample size or would you say he's a bum in the playoffs? You'd say he's a bum. So, respect playoff Tanaka. I, um, I literally, Jim, I had the same speech you started out with. And then I kind of had the light bulb go off and like, I don't know. I think Tanaka game two is kind of the safer bet. Would you um, do Paxton Sevy games one and two and Tanaka game three on the road? No, I like road Sevy. I, I like road Sevy. Um, I, I kind of like him as the bad guy. <laughs> like I like him rolling through as like, I'm that dude. I'm back. Um, and I don't know. I think also I, I, this is getting a little too scientific for what I know, but like Sevy's going to be juiced. <laughs> and I think at the stadium, he might be a little over juiced. 
I like him on the road as the bad man. All right. The other and, thing, yeah. and Paxton and Tanaka, I don't love them on the road as much. <laughs> yeah. Kind of agree with you. We have uh, Edwin and Gary. Both don't seem like they're going to make their return in Tampa. They said there's a chance for Edwin. They didn't say there's a chance for Gary. Um, Jim, I have one more note on the pitching that might just have flipped my brain again. If Tanaka goes game one, that means he's he'd be the starter game five. I kind of like what you just said about how you throw Paxton game one and then you have the safety net of Tanaka game two. So, I like, mean, I, I, sense, I'm easy. I'm easy right now. Like, you I are could, easy. I, I, you could sway me both ways. I do think that it has to be Tanaka and Paxton 1-2. Yeah. Asking a lot Agreed. out of Savvy to go 1-2. One, one, but, dude, I'm happy with those three. Yeah. I'm pretty you, much and there. And you should be. And you should be. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. All right. I think that's the end of this show. I mean, we got... A lot of good stuff to talk to. We got a two-game series coming up, so we'll be we'll be back quickly. Uh, voicemail up tomorrow, Jake. Voicemail up tomorrow. Yeah, cool. All right, guys, thank you very much for listening. We appreciate it. We love you. We got a uh, two more series left of this format of um, Burns and uh, awards, and then it gets into crazy, crazy, crazy mode. And uh, we are excited to have you guys here with us and to all be going through this together. It's a ride, today was, the f- today was the first day I got the, the pit in my stomach when they were talking about if Gary and Edwin coming back. And they're like, yeah, they're, Gary's going to try in Texas. After that, there's no more games. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. I got that when they just said, like, this is the last game at Yankee Stadium. I know. Last I, home game. I, I had the first one today, and I was like, holy crap. Fucking almost pulled my ears off my face there. Anyway, gotta get Patreon to see that. Probably wasn't fun to watch. Anyway, that's the end of this one. Thank you, guys. Enjoy your days. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees.